Welcome to the Holiday Decor Podcast, your source for the year-round celebration of holiday hope and seasonal cheer. To help you usher season's greetings into your home, here's your host, Ann McDonald. No, it is not too early to plan for your holiday table. This is Ann McDonald, and on today's Holiday Decor Podcast, we are going to tackle planning that holiday table without busting the budget. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. Are you or someone you know interested in learning how to decorate for the holidays without busting your budget, especially as a savvy design conscious holiday enthusiast? Reserve your seat for an exclusive free online training webinar covering three secret keys for someone who actually cares about how the holidays look. Elf is awesome, but sometimes we need a bit of restraint. Not always, but in this free training, we will cover secrets to make your spaces wow without draining your bank account. Visit www.holidaydecorhome.com for more information. Make sure to reserve your seat now as our exclusive free live trainings are limited to 100 spaces. Again, that's www.holidaydecorhome.com. The link will also be available in the show notes. All right, you've flipped through Pinterest, you've scrolled through Instagram, You've even looked on Facebook, you've gone to the online magazines, you've looked at all these different things, and you are dreaming about the holiday table this year, whether it's the Thanksgiving table or the Christmas table, and you want to make it gorgeous and over the top, but you don't want to bust the budget. So how do we do that? Well, on today's episode, I'm going to share with you a couple of different strategic things that you can do from both the design standpoint and from the element standpoint, like uh, just kind of compiling all of the things that you need for your table so that you can not bust the budget. Now, we different people have different budgets. Okay, so I want to we got to give ourselves permission to understand, you know, what one person's budget is super high to another person, another person's budget is super low to to another person. Does that make sense? That might sound kind of strange. But um, having been in the design industry for uh, over 30 years, I can tell you, to some people, $17 a yard sounds like a lot for a yard of fabric. And to other people, $170 sounds like a lot for a yard of fabric. And it just really depends. So what I'm going to do today is break down these things into three different elements. I like three. I like breaking things down into tips that I can actually use and take away. I mean, as a professional, we've got to actually have things that work in the real world. So today, how to not bust the budget for your holiday tabletop. Make sure that you go and visit the show notes after the podcast at www.holidaydecorhome.com so that you can get a list of the tips that we're talking about. And I think we'll even have a, a link and we'll have the Tinsel Time stuff, that, which is our weekly feature, which I'm super excited about. Um, three things. The first is we really have to get a hold of designing. And I know that may sound, it's like a lot of people think, oh, isn't it, isn't it, can't you save more money if you just kind of wing it? And I'm like, no, you cannot save more money if you're winging it. Well, first, it's not going to look as good. 
Okay. And people who look like they're just winging it probably have designed the same table over and over and over and over and over again. Or they're just like some savant when it comes to tabletop design. I don't know. That that may be the case. But the first thing that we're going to do is we're going to actually learn to design the table. The second thing we're going to do is we're actually going to make a choice to not overthink. Now, for all the perfectionists out there, this is going to be this is going to feel like you've got a straight jacket on. OK, but we've got to get to a place where we are making fast decisions in design. You can do it. You can totally do it. OK, this is a table. It's not brain surgery, so we don't have to get it perfect. And the whole process of being OK with how it turns out. And I'll share with you my yellow snowflake holiday decor idea at some point. Maybe not now, <laughs> but um, we have to be OK to actually risk and um make design choices that may or may not work. Okay. So we got to, we have this thing in our household. It's called a license to be wrong. So I'm just going to take out, give you my license to be wrong. Um, especially as we're designing tabletop. All right. The next thing that we have to do is we actually, we actually have to sit down and do it. We, we actually have to sit down and do it ahead of time. Okay. Not um, two days before the party or two days before the meal, but we're actually doing it now. So right now it is September when I'm recording this podcast. And hopefully you guys are hearing this early enough that, that you're going to be able to actually design, not overthink, and then, um, plan it out. Okay. So what are the, what are the two big elements when you're actually designing out a table? There are two sides. One is the the actual table elements that are needed, like the physical elements that are needed, you know, the tablecloth, the table pad, the chargers, the dishes, the plates, the china, the drinkware, the serveware, the silverware, all of those sorts of things, the napkins, those are, that's one portion of tabletop design. Okay. The second portion of tabletop design, well, it's really like, it's not first and second, it's just, you know, uh, I was going to, well, I guess I was going to say thing one and thing two, but it, they're two different things. And if we can learn to separate them, what happens is that we get really good at doing one portion and then doing the other portion, making a list. And I was going to say making a list and checking it twice <laughs> and then going online to find out where our best bargains are, find out who's naughty and nice, right? <laughs> What's that song? <laughs> it's the holiday song. Um, it's the holiday decor podcast. So I want to have a little fun on this, guys. So so the second portion is like the design, the colors, the textures, the look, and all of that kind of stuff that you're going for. When you are designing a table and you don't want to bust the budget, the first and most important thing you have to do is you actually have to determine what the highest purpose is for the table. <laughs> People look at me sometimes when I say that and they're like, well, what? Like, isn't the purpose of a table to eat food at? I'm like, well, yes. However, um, when it comes to holiday decor, we talked a little bit about this in the first episode. If you can determine the actual purpose for the table, it makes the design much easier. Let me give you an example. 
Let's say that you have hired a world famous chef and that chef is going to come to your dining room during the holidays and serve seven of your friends, you and seven of your friends. The design of your table is going to be very different than if you and your seven friends for your holiday table were just trying to create this over-the-top aesthetic that you were going to photograph for Pinterest and social media and your Instagram account. Okay. So one would be highly functioned on the food and the delivery of the food and your tabletop design would not want to distract from the main event or the main purpose of the meal. And the other would be completely the opposite. The main purpose would be to just get this kind of over the top holiday decor type table that you were going to take pictures of and share with your friends and family. Okay. So when, before we actually start designing the table, it's really easy to just simply call out what the highest and best purpose is. And I, I have three different categories that we have kind of compiled over the years that we've noticed uh, come up consistently and especially in holiday decor. One is it's all about the function. Like this thing just has to function. It's like, Anne, I'm having a sit down dinner for eight. It's my, you know, myself, my spouse, and, you know, three other couples from the neighborhood. And this thing just has to function. Okay. Like everybody's got to have a place for their glass and their napkin and their silverware and their plates and their salad and all this kind of stuff. So that would be an example of function. The other kind is the aesthetic kind where it's like, okay, and all I care about is how this thing looks. I need it to look great in the back of a Christmas picture, or I need it to look great because, you know, the local Rotary Club is going to come over and have like a Christmas lunch at my house, um, you know, where the whole thing is all about the aesthetics. Okay. Then the third type, and this was really interesting to me because it took me years to kind of pinpoint this, this type of purpose. The third type is that emotional type where people are trying to recreate some type of emotion or some type of experience that they had from holidays past, whether it was real or imagined, it's all about recreating or creating a space where memories and you know, holidays past and, and they're just trying to create almost like a storybook type thing. And if that's the case, then the table is going to have a different design than the one who's got the professional chef. So why do I bring that up? You know, when we're talking about how to actually save money or just be really wise financially when you're actually buying elements for your tabletop, it's really simple. Once we know what the table's function is, once we know what the primary design of the table is, then we can eliminate a whole bunch of elements that just don't matter to us. And we've, we've edited into, okay, well, we need this, we need this, we need this, we need this. And then the design and the element piece come together really nicely. It's like you can actually start to work on them both at the same time. Okay, so next week, we're actually going to talk about the color schematics and like how we actually come up with the design pieces. But this week, I want to talk about the specific elements. Okay, because if you can get a hold of the specific elements that you're going to use, then you can actually look online and find some of those things for less money than you would maybe two to three weeks right before Christmas. 
Okay. Now I know there are some sales online where you can get stuff like super cheap at the last minute. Um, but what we want to do is we actually want to learn to design so that the things that we're bringing into our spaces and places are by intention and they're not actually cluttering up the spaces. They're actually making the spaces better and more noble and more peace filled. And it's more intentional. So we have less throwaway stuff and, you know, it doesn't have to be like, you know, we're not, we don't have to be Neiman Marcus all the time, but it's it's nice to have intention. And then when you sit down to the meal, it's like, oh, I've actually put a little effort into this tabletop design and it looks really beautiful. So in your show notes, we actually have a list of a bunch of very standard elements that you would use on a holiday table. The first is the actual table itself. Now I know, you know, if you're having, if you don't have a dining room or you have to use a folding table, I have folding tables in, I have, you know, round folding, folding table, folding tables. That sounded funny. I have rounds, squares, and rectangles, and we use them all the time. Um, so the first thing is you got to know what table you're going to use. The second thing is that undergarment piece. And the undergarment is basically like the lining on a drapery. It just makes everything look better. And I have used blankets, uh, towels, uh, table pads, like real actual table pads. They're designed to be on top of a table, but I like something soft that actually makes the fabric a little softer uh, on your tablecloth. Okay. So that's the, the, uh, undergarment piece. Then you need a tablecloth of some kind. Now we have used all different materials and types for tablecloths. Um, I have a tabletop. We have used all different types of materials for tablecloths. You don't just have to buy a standard tablecloth. You can use a drapery panel. You can use upholstery fabric that you just roll out. You can use rugs. I love using the, the um, I think they're called Killam rugs. They're kind of an open weave and they're not too expensive. I like using those. And you could just, I want you to think in terms of, you know, think a little outside the box in terms of what you want to use for your tablecloth. Okay. Um, the next thing you want to, I like to go with the engineering pieces first. What do I mean by that? So if you're going to have a charger, if you know what a charger is, a charger is basically a little thing that basically frames the plate, sits underneath the plate, and it just gives you an extra bump up in design. And it can be square or rectangle or all different sizes and shapes. And what I have is a bunch of chargers in gold that I use over and over and over and over again for a bunch of different designs. You can also have them in mirrors and we use round mirrors for chargers as well. And one of the reasons I'm, I'm talking about that right now is because, you know, a lot of times tabletop design is that you see in the magazines, all of the pieces are super expensive. And if you can substitute a few very simple basics that you're going to use over and over in a bunch of different styles of tabletop design, that will go a long way to help your budget. So, you know, I could have 50 different types of chargers and it would take up a ton of space in my home and it would cost a lot of money. And so one of the things that I do is I will change out the fabrics and things like that, which have a bigger visual impact. And I use pretty standard chargers over and over again. I have gold chargers. I have, I think, uh, glitter, like little diamond type chargers. And then I have mirrored type chargers that I use pretty consistently. And I, I say that because, you know, a lot of times the chargers that you're going to find online, they can be between 15 up to $150 per. So if you're setting a table for eight, that's already over $1,000 if you get the most expensive ones. So 
I mean, that's that feels a little ridiculous, <laughs> but um, I like nice China, China. So I, you know, I'm like kind of like oh, I go back and forth on that. Um, so chargers, the basic elements. If you'll get a hold of those things, um, and those are the things that you can search for online now that you're going to use all throughout the year. So they're not just holiday specific, and that I think also helps with our budget. So the next thing are the serve wear pieces, like the big serving pieces, the serving trays and the things that you're going to use. You know, you may have some special pieces that you pull out for the holiday season. And I just I try to collect when I can silver plate trays and then use those for different serving type things. The next thing is the drinkware and the silverware. And what we're doing in this part is we're actually making sure everything actually fits on the table. OK, so because that's actually going to affect our design piece. Remember, that second piece is the design piece. The first piece are the elements like what do we actually need? We need a table. We need an undergarment for the table. We need a tablecloth. We need some chargers. We need some dishes. We need some plates. We need some glasses. We need some silverware. We need some serveware. OK, we, we need these basic things. And what happens is a lot of times we get hung up on the actual aesthetic piece, the design piece, before we actually know what's going to fit on the table. And then you get to a place and you're like, I don't have any room there. <laughs> OK, <laughs> and you have to rework the whole thing. So that's why we're going to design. We're not going to overthink. And then we're actually going to draw it out and plan it. So that's what we're doing today. That's what we're talking about today. So we're going to take a quick break for our tinsel time feature, and then we'll be right back with more on today's Holiday Decor Podcast. Welcome to Tinsel Time, where we enjoy something extravagant every week just for fun. Want a holiday decor that's actually easy but looks hard? Pick only two colors for your entire holiday decor scheme and use those two colors in everything, from trees to garlands to wreaths to ribbon, and even the wrapping paper. Take those two colors seriously. It's okay to use them in different finishes, like matte and shiny, glittery and plain, but don't veer away from those two colors. Bold, simple statements are the little black dresses of holiday decor. For one of the best, use black and pearl. Not stark white, use off-white. Sort of like a Chanel black dress, but for your holiday home. Elegant and timeless, this look requires some editing skills but it's worth it in the end. And the easy part, it makes holiday decor shopping easy. See a few pictures in the show notes at holidaydecorhome.com. So before I go any deeper into the specifics, I want to make sure that it, I'm super clear on this because if you can get a hold of this, it will save you money. It will also save you time. So the first three things that we want to consider are design actually makes it so that we can save money. We can make wise financial decisions from a place of power, right? We're not like drawn off course by some sale where we buy something junky that doesn't actually work in our house with our colors. And it, it gives us the ability to have a cohesive approach where we're not crunched for time right now. Right now it's September when we're recording this. And it gives us the ability to actually lay it out and make sure it's going to work. The second piece that we're talking about is not overthinking. We want to get to a place where we can actually practice designing so that we don't get stuck in our own head. The third thing we're going to do is we're actually going to walk it out. We're going to practice it. We're going to, we're going to lay this thing out and say, okay, does this thing actually work? 
So within those three tips, there are two sides to the design coin. One is the actual design piece, the colors, the textures, the, you know, overall purpose of the design. It's like, what is this table going to, going to, what's the highest and best purpose for this table? And I shared with you a couple example examples earlier in the podcast, right? One is the professional chef. The other one is like, you're hanging out with your friends and you just want to have some really cool pictures. Okay. So two completely different purposes, which are actually going to drive the design of the table. The second big chunk of this is what we call the elements, like the engineering elements of the table. And that's what we're focusing on today. In the next podcast, we'll talk about the design piece with the colors and all that kind of stuff. But today we're focusing on getting a hold of what those elements are and then making a really good list for our actual life, for our actual house, and to look at what elements we can actually buy now that are going to serve us all year long. So they're not just holiday specific. And I shared with you an example of the chargers. So chargers are one of those things that you can spend an absolute fortune on, especially when you're designing out a table. But if you'll think about buying a couple of really standard type chargers that will work with a bunch of different tabletop designs, that will go a long way to helping not waste either your budget or your pantry space. Okay. So what are the elements that we need? Well, first, you got to have a table. And we're talking kind of about a, an eight, an eight person sit down dinner type thing for the holidays. So whether that you're going to have a round table, you're going to have a rectangular table, you're going to have a folding table, you're going to be in your dining room, whatever that's going to look like. The second thing that you need to have is what we call an undergarment. And I'm presuming that we're going to use a tablecloth on this table. And the reason I like to have an undergarment, it can be as simple as a blanket, is it's kind of like the the lining or the interlining of a drapery. It just makes everything look better. Okay. The third thing is now we're starting to get to the tabletop elements. And what I like to do before we go back into the design piece, like the colors and the look and all that kind of stuff, is to actually make sure everything's going to fit. Okay. Because uh, we have, you know, tables have different dimensions and limited space. And so what I like to do is to actually either measure it out and work on a, like a design paper or to actually set up the table and see, okay, is this thing going to work? And I get the chargers, I get the dishes, the dishware, like a sample of the dishware and the drinkware and all that kind of stuff. And just make sure that I actually have enough room on the table for these things to fit. Why? Because if I design something that's like absolutely over the top and then I go to set the table and nobody has any elbow room, well, then it's not going to work. So in the show notes, we have a list of a bunch of different things that you might want to consider, including including on your table. And then you can take that list and go to like amazon.com or where, you know, I don't know, does home goods have online stuff? I don't even know. I should know, but I don't know. Um, and the, uh, you know, just shop online for some of the elements that you might need and look for good deals. And because we're not crunched for time, we got a little bit of time before the holidays. That's where you're actually going to start to make really good, prudent financial decisions, especially as it comes to all this tabletop stuff. Okay. 
So what we're going to tackle next week is the whole concept of marrying all those elements for your tabletop with really cool aesthetic design pieces. Like what are your colors going to be? Are you going to match and coordinate with your house, with the colors that you already have? Or are you going to try to contrast? Okay. There's a whole bunch of stuff that we can talk about with color theory that will uh, feed into the actual design portion. But for this week, I really want you to focus on what is the highest and best purpose for your table, your main holiday table that you're going to do this year, right? Because that's actually going to affect the design. And is that an aesthetically driven design? Is that a purpose or a function driven design? Or is it all about how it feels? Are you trying to recreate a memory of something? Okay. Because whatever you decide there, that's actually going to drive both the elements, that engineering piece of the table and it's going to drive the design elements, the colors and things like that that we're going to talk about next week. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. Wish you could learn holiday decorating like the professionals? What do they know that they aren't sharing? How do they get those gorgeous garlands, trees and ornaments? What does it really cost? Well, now you can find out. The Holiday Decor Training Institute is the premier online training location for holiday decor. We serve professional designers, decorators, manufacturers, hobbyists, and casual enthusiasts alike with different education tracks. As a custom holiday designer and manufacturer behind the scenes, I saw there was a strong need for training of all kinds. So two years ago, I founded the Holiday Decor Training Institute. Learn more by visiting www hdtilaunch.com and get the inside track. How do you decide which elements to use? Which colors to use? How do you make those decisions? Well, on next week's podcast, we're going to continue on the tabletop design for our holiday homes. And we're going to tackle different ways that you can make really good decisions that, again, won't bust your budget and will work with the home that you currently have. Make sure to join us next week for the Holiday Decor Podcast. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Make sure to check out those show notes at www.holidaydecorhome.com. I want to invite you to subscribe, rate, review, and share the Holiday Decor Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere awesome podcasts are found. Thank you for listening. For more information and tips on how to turn your home into a place of joy this holiday season, please visit HolidayDecorHome.com.